What is up, everybody? I am back, and this is another episode of Reluctant Vegan Son. I was on vacation with my family. You may call us idiots, you may call us stupid, who knows? But I'm back with Nikki, and we talk about traveling. What's good? The Jets finally won a game. I actually rooted for that, so feels like it's anything is possible. And we'll talk more about our trip in the future, but we're back, and I hope you're excited. This is going to be the first of a couple special episodes this week, so enjoy. Before quarantine, I was on spring break in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. I was drinking, I was smoking, don't catch me FBI, I was living life. I thought I had a great time. I was eating a shit ton of fast food. Quarantine hit, I came home, my family is vegan. I became the reluctant vegan son. This is my podcast talking with my friends and family about food, veganism, all types of things, whatever the fuck comes up and I love it. So, hit the music. What is up, everybody? I am back, or we are back, or it's my show, so I'm back with... (laughs) I like the way you have to, like, absolutely tell me it's your show. Well, Because I might forget. She keeps wanting to barge in and have her name on the show. Want she wants it to be her show. I don't want it to be my show. No, she show. wants it to be her show. She's going to take over. She's going to be like, I'm going to talk about vegetables every single week. <laughs> and that is it. Full vegan podcast. No way. I totally, I like all of your ideas. That is, I'm so not trying to that take is over her show. all she's trying to do. I'm telling oh, you. This is the worst trade deal in the history. (laughs) Tell me any other bad trade deals. Well, that's what Trump always says. I was just trying to say, this is the worst trade trade deal. deal. In the history of trade deals, this is the worst trade deal. This is the worst. Absolute worst. (laughs) Actually, you kind of sound like him a little bit. Wait a couple months. Joe Biden will show you the worst (laughs) trade deal in the history of trade deals. He should have elected me. (laughs) That probably was terrible, but... Who no, cares? that wasn't bad. I didn't think yeah. that was bad at all. But yeah, I, I haven't read my acting book yet. My acting career isn't going to take off for another few months. Uh-huh. Hopefully. Okay. Yeah, so you're you're heading. Yeah. Tell them why, one, why one of the think, ideas. Yeah. One of the ideas is when I go to, I, I'm thinking about going to Taiwan uh, mm-hmm. when I graduate college for a couple of years or for some time. You know, I shouldn't put a couple of years. It could be less than that. It could be more than that, but for a time. And one of the things I have to do is there's three things I figured out I need to do to get there. I need to get a visa. I need to have a place to live. And that's about it, honestly. You actually don't even need a place. To, I mean, you could do like a yeah. like an Airbnb and something and figure it out. But I did a language exchange when I was there, and I got rent for nothing. And really? I was just, I was just teaching language, language to these people three like three hours a week. Oh, I, I could try figuring that one out, too. Yeah. As well. So, I, but I think, I think you need a visa. I, I just put it down as a visa and a place to stay. Oh, okay. That's the I two think things you, you need. But the way you get your visa, especially if you have a student visa, is you actually have to be enrolled in a school. Well, yeah. Well, that's what I was getting to. You have to find a school to get your visa. Uh-huh. Right. Right, So right, those, right. that, that was in part of getting a visa. Okay, sorry. But when I'm there, I would hopefully find a way to make some money. Uh-huh. Can't, don't want to mooch off my parents the entire time, which There's, you're not. I could do, possibly. There are easy ways to make money there. But there is. Uh, a couple ways is teaching English. Right. Which is a way that I can fall back on, hopefully, if I, this doesn't work out. The other idea is because currently I do speak decent Chinese. I mean, obviously, I'm going to Taiwan to become fluent, like completely fluent uh-huh. in Chinese. And, and there's lots of benefits to being fluent in other languages, of course. Uh, yeah. 
Chinese is, I think, is a major one to be fluent in. I mean, but it doesn't hurt to be fluent in any language. Mm. Exactly. Like, certain languages are ranked as more important, but people need to learn languages from other countries to communicate anyway, so I guess maybe they shouldn't be ranked in importance. Mm. I don't know. People rank it in importance. Well, I mean, how do you rank it in importance? Do you rank by population? Like, how many people in the world speak it? Yeah. And I mean, for me, well, it's the most spoken, the most spoken language language is Chinese, I'm pretty sure. Uh Uh-huh. Okay. And then there's English. Uh Uh-huh. And then I think it's um, uh, Arabic is number three. Right, right, right. Or number Uh number three, I'm pretty sure. Or or Spanish. Spanish Spanish might be three, Arabic might be four. But those are like the four largest languages. So are those the most important? Because... I know in the U.S. they are not teaching Arabic anywhere. That is for sure. Really, there are definitely some universities. There's some. There's that some are school universities, Arabic. but they don't teach you that growing up. I guess that is more because you're less likely to use it in this country. Uh huh. That makes sense, I guess. And so I guess they rank it on how likely you are to use a certain language. Right. You're talking about when you're teaching it in high school. In, in high school and junior like high is primarily yeah. the time. Because if you ask people in the U.S., their language skills or foreign language skills are built primarily off of those three years, seven years. And most students take Spanish. Right. And people, when you're in school, you learn at a different level than you would if you live somewhere else or if you were doing it on your own time, because I think school doesn't promote that type of thinking, especially in an environment of school that usually just has one 45-minute period every day right. built in. Whereas when we learn Chinese, we learn for two and a half hours every day, so there's no way to not Really? Right. I mean, your Chinese as exactly. a young person was pretty fantastic. I mean, it, your tones are great. and Exactly. You're and just really, really good at it. And I learned Chinese really young, so I speak Chinese with basically no accent. Right. That's true. Uh, and they do love supposedly blonde hair and blue... Well, I don't really have blonde hair, but blue-eyed people. You, you're kind of like a dirty blonde. Eh, that's generous. <laughs> well, generous. You used to be like platinum I did blonde. used to be really blonde. Oh my God, when he was young. I have pictures. I have some baby hair still. Right. <laughs> that show me as really blonde. Oh my God, it was true. He was so blonde. <laughs> but like, whose child are you? For those reasons, uh-huh. a possibility is I can act in Taiwan and... You know, I've never acted before. This is like a shot in the dark. You know, you throw some stuff at a dartboard, see where it lands. I think this is one that, that it would be fun. Like, I've always thought it would be fun to act. It's a lot of work to act. I don't know anything about it. I, I don't know if it's that much work. You know, it, it, it It's depends. a lot of work. You think so? Why? I think it's a lot of work to be on set, to learn lines, to memorize lines, uh, especially if I'm in another lang- language. I know that how hard people work to get, um, uh, to get, fuck, uh, roles and stuff, to aud- find auditions, and they have tons of, like, they have agents, and their agents contact them, and they work hard to have that and to be right, available. Right, but you would be typecast ah! as a you know a Western blonde haired kind of sort of blue eyed. So person. then, do I even need to speak Chinese, or you do? You, you need do. to speak okay. Chinese. Yeah, they they want you, but you'll probably be typecasted in those roles. Uh, and I don't think that they're particular about whether you have acting abilities or not. That's true. I would still want to read a book, though. Yeah, <laughs> read an acting book. Practice, right, right, practice right. my like. Who's a good actor? Do you think to emulate? Like who are if like I would always think Robin Williams is one of my favorite actors. Oh, interesting. Now, he's impossible to emulate because I can't do half the things that he can. He's not impossible to emulate. He's Which, just really. You're hard. just talking about his um his sense of humor. His sense of humor. His voices. Right, 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 like, right. Yeah. He I, had a tremendous struggle with mental health issues. He did. He did. Yeah. I do think that's partially from spending all this time, you know, doing comedy and doing these different voices and different things. And So I, I guess the question is what came first, you know? I mean, was there some kind of, you know, mental health struggle before then and that, you know, boosted a, a tremendous degree of creativity and 
you know, a lot of creativity comes out of that struggling. Mm, mm. It seems. I mean, a lot of music does. Right. I think about like, like you know people with bipolar disorder or mania. You know, mm-hmm. kind of being able to act and 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 do what he did on stage. You know, then there's a lot of depression, a lot of drug use. It's a lot of drug use, and, <laughs> and, and maybe some of the pressure too. Once you get famous, you want to keep that. You want to keep doing that, mm. and drug use becomes rampant. Mm-hmm. In that regards, but yeah, interesting. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna be really famous in Alaska. She is. She's yeah. gonna put on shows for the uh, ba- polar bears. Yeah. The polar bears are gonna <laughs> the sit polar bear on and the fish. Like, gonna and like claw. the Chinook salmon. The Chinook salmon. <laughs> Not Some even kind of just salmon. <laughs> yeah, she's learning all the Alaskan knowledge. Oh, <laughs> I have no idea. I'm trying to figure out like you know what tribes I'm gonna be taking care. Of, you know, like how I can mm-hmm. you know. She also just has to think f- about people well. Figure out her own food. Yes. Which is going to be difficult. Right. Well, no, no, it's not, not going to be. be too difficult. No, yeah. no, I totally, like, today, today I just cooked everything that I honestly thought that I could bring to Alaska. Hmm. So I made an overnight oat, which is really easy, you know, all, all of it's dry, and then you put in water and then put it in the fridge overnight. You know, I made a red lentil curry, so it was mostly red lentils with a can of, you know, tomato what it like crushed tomatoes and a bunch of spices and tomato paste or no tomato tomatoes? paste yeah okay. just the crushed tomatoes you could have put in a half a can of coconut milk but i didn't have it and then i threw in some peas and i threw in you could throw in potatoes you could do anything you want and then i made some potatoes like i really made things that i i think travel really easily and also could be stored easily yeah dried food could be stored really easily yeah so yeah keep a stocked pantry Right, right. And then I made some pearled barley and, you know, so it really, it, I, I think I think that's totally the way I'm going to go. It's just going to be mostly a rice and beans thing. I mean, that's what we just ate for a week, and I think Adam's probably going to talk about it. We were away. Yeah, I was going to say that. Uh, so we're either the stupidest people <laughs> or we're pioneers, as I think you wanted to say it, because we spent the last week on vacation which is why there was no episodes the last two Saturdays. But this will come out tomorrow, so don't worry about it. <laughs> uh, I guess you're already listening to it if you heard that part, so it's already out. So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think I think people will have to travel eventually, you know, and all the lockdowns that happen actually have not decreased incidents. The second you open up, you know, the country again, you know, especially while people aren't changing behaviors, you know, they're they're coming in contact with COVID or the cases are going up. And then all of the, you know, intense isolation and depression and economic failure has really overwhelmed. So I can't tell what is more important to lock down, to have like a false sense that things are getting better, you know, or to really try to figure out how everybody could, you know, be together as best as they can and as protected as they can. I think the issue is the initial response Mm. to what happened. Now, people, the United States is a huge country. You don't know if it works. We're talking hypotheticals here, but whatever we did did not work. We have, like, a broken economy and the most cases anywhere. And you could say it's because of size, but but even if it's based, you know, take it down per capita, we're way higher than anybody else. Right. I think that the initial response... So something didn't work, and somehow we haven't changed what we're doing. And and so we're (laughs) not changing it. Yeah, and and we're not changing what we're doing. So I think the initial response should have been to lock down everything. Interesting. I think that the initial response, if we had a government that we trust, Mm. which we don't. Mm. And it's funny, because the people who have 
the people in power, the people in the government, especially the presidency that they enjoy, that they like, uh-huh. were the ones that didn't support him or trust anything at all. Uh-huh. They're like, we can't give him too much power. We can't give the government, give the government too much power or whatever. Uh-huh. They're the ones who supported the guy in government. If you look at the people protesting, like lockdown laws and stuff, they're taking away the fringes. I guess that's more of a state level than a federal level. Mm. But I don't know. I think the country should have been locked down for a couple weeks. If you look at the countries that are doing well now, they went into a full lockdown. And I think the government should have supported people. And then if we eradicate the virus, I mean, there's no real way to enforce that. I don't know how other countries enforce that. I guess there are probably patrols that go around. Mm. I mean, I know that when you come into another country, like let's say you're coming into Hong Kong, um, which I kind of know only because a friend of ours lives in Hong Kong, you know, basically they put you in a quarantine isolation hotel for two Mm -hmm. weeks that you have to actually book beforehand and you can't leave. And they've got people there that are, you know, making sure that you don't leave that hotel. And what they do is they bring you food. Um, I think that some people might have had some kind of tracker for themselves you know but but hong kong actually had been open since the beginning on some level you know meaning that they still had indoor restaurants that had figured out how to wear masks and put plexiglass in between and skip tables they had movies that would skip rows and skip seats and they've been doing that the whole time that's some of the new york background outside uh, <laughs> you hear some sirens through my headphones but yeah i understand what you're saying i think that one thing that I was looking in Taiwan that they might do is they might track you from your cell phone. Mm. People are terrified of the government tracking you on their cell phone in this country. And I'm mm. pretty sure the government already does it. <laughs> like, like, wait, like, do we really believe that we have some sense of anonymity? Yeah, like, like if, the government, really wanted to, right. if the government really wanted to, they could do it. I don't have any doubts of that. Right. I mean, I think they're doing it now for capitalist reasons. So we're being tracked as to what our consumerism is. Yeah, they track. They track your. There's information in place that you get certain advertisements and certain pop-ups that are directly targeting you. You look at YouTube ads. You look at YouTube recommendations. You look at like Facebook ads. Right. You just have to look at it once, and all of a sudden, you know. You can even like say somebody's name. And they'll pop up, like, just some random person that I meet one time, and they'll pop up in your Facebook recommended list. Interesting. Facebook friends list. Like, just random people, like, I meet at school. I'm like, or, like, I'm talking about and passing with my friend. I don't even know. Right. That's pretty amazing. So, so clearly, there is no privacy or anonymity mm-hmm. when it comes to whether people can track us or not. I mean, yeah. the hope always is, is that they're not actually tracking us for... You know, but is capitalism evil purposes or not to sell things? Uh, depends on who you're talking to. Mm. I would say that at its core, capitalism isn't too evil. It's, uh-huh. it's I mean, evil. it's better than others. It's better than other evils. Right. I mean, I'd rather capitalism than... Feudalism. Feudal, yeah, I guess. Yeah, feudalism. Slavery. I yeah, guess slavery like, is a form of capitalism, kind of. Right, that's true. So, that's true. I don't know. Despot... <laughs> with with the, I mean, the monarchy? I don't know. Monarchies, I mean, isn't that kind of like feudalism? Uh-huh, kind of, sort of. Kind of, sort of. Uh-huh. Uh, an empire, I guess. Mm. I guess a monarchy is, is something I wouldn't like in this country. Mm. I think if there's a monarchy, we'd be quicker to the revolution. Mm. Oh, that's so, interesting. Yeah. But it's interesting, though. If you look at, like, revolutions and stuff, they always occurred against the government that had an army and shit, and so we would do that anyways. I always think that it's harder now mm. because we're in a 21st century with all this advanced weaponry. Mm. But, you know, I'm sure that the people in power, they were in power because they could oppress other people. Uh-huh. Not that they did oppress other people, but they had the opportunity, they had the resources to, like, if something happened, 
you could call in somebody with a bunch of weapons and fix the problem. Right. That's how countries, you ruling class state in power. Right. You right, squash right. rebellions. Right, unless they got support from other countries or yeah. monies from elsewhere for the... Which in the U.S. it's hard to do because it seems like the U.S. is the one supporting everybody. I mean, we're, we're definitely supporting, you know, certain governments for yeah. most likely our own gain as opposed to true liberation of what the people. What do you people. mean? It's so they can have democratic countries, right? <laughs> isn't, that, isn't that what we always said? Yeah, I mean, I think we say that, but it clearly doesn't happen that yeah. way. But back to, like, COVID lockdown. Okay. New Zealand has less deaths this year than they do usually. Oh, interesting. New Zealand's completely eradicated it. Now, New Zealand's a much smaller country. Right. Not the point, though. They go into isolation for a few weeks. And the government, if the government supported us, which, I don't know, we have a lot of debt, so I guess they could pull out more debt. I don't know the most about this. I'm just saying my idealism, you know, my idealistic ways. <laughs> if you want to enlighten me, I mean, me what how... is debt anyway? Yeah. Like, who do we owe it to? I China. Have no I, China. I just don't understand. But yeah, so we have a shit ton of debt. I mean, they're already they have a new stimulus bill that passed or is looking to pass today. Uh-huh. And yeah, why can't we spend three weeks with stimulus checks? With food being delivered, mm-hmm. and everybody on lockdown. Mm. I mean, as long as everybody had enough, that would be great. If everybody had a little bit of money, if they had um, uh, food and they had water, mm. and we spent two weeks and we shut down the borders and we eradicate it, and we keep the borders shut until the world has come back and keep doing it, and start gradually opening up, I'm saying it could possibly work. Oh, interesting. Yeah. But we're way past that point at this point. If you do right. that now, there's going to be a riot. If you do that initially, initially, right. there's a chance that there might not be. I mean, there was really nothing, because we came back from the Dominican Republic, and mm-hmm. there was really nothing in place to truly see, you know, had we been exposed or not. Like There was the National Guard checking if we filled out a form, which, A, why do you need the National Guard to do this? Right. And B, what is us showing we submitted a form going to do? Right, but but they did that in New York. They didn't do that when oh, they we didn't got do that plane one. in Miami. Yeah, that's like, true, too. Like, in Florida, they just don't that's true. care. Florida, they did not do that. <laughs> they didn't do they that. They don't care. Yeah, they also didn't stop us from leaving the country at all. At all. So. You know, I mean, we flew out from Miami, and they were just like, see ya. Mm-hmm. Oh, you're back. There was no social distancing in the airport, too. Oh, my God. Like if you looked at the security line when we were transferring flights from yeah. Miami to uh, New York. That was close. That was, everybody was right on top of each other. Nobody was distancing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We all had masks on. Yay! Right. We did it. <laughs> I mean, that's definitely better. Yeah. That's yeah. so interesting. So we we had a COVID be, test we, before we left. We did. We I thought we were the only four people in the airport that had a COVID we test We were definitely we the only four people at least in the airport. In Miami, maybe test. not in New York. Maybe not in New York, but definitely in the Dominican Republic and in Oh, Miami. at a resort. So we, we go to all-inclusive resorts in the Dominican Republic. We've done this a lot. Uh, and we did nothing. But So you can decide, are we stupid people? Are we the <laughs> stupidest people? That's probably what I'm going to call the episode. Are we the stupidest people for going to the Dominican Republic and traveling? I mean, what this country's doing doesn't seem to be working without us traveling. Right. So... Kind of keep that in mind, or don't keep that in mind anyways, because I know it's serious, because I have lots of friends who don't want to meet up because of the pandemic. Right. And I'm not sure they're exactly, I'm sure it's because they probably live with people who are, who they are concerned about. I just think that everybody has a different level of fear, whether mm-hmm. they be living with somebody that they're concerned about or not. By that, exactly. That they're not concerned about it, possibly. What do you mean somebody's living in fear if they're not concerned about it? 
Well, I think that they're either concerned about it or they're not concerned about it. So, you know, like we were saying, this whole, you know, coronavirus thing actually just heightened whatever people's material is. And so if somebody has concerns about their health normally, the concerns will be heightened right now. Yeah, but usually somebody that has certain underlying health conditions, like underlying health conditions that could be provoked by COVID, um, you wouldn't be as worried about them before because they are living their day-to-day life and they're able to do everything. So you wouldn't be concerned about them contracting illness. Like these underlying conditions seem to be more deadly with COVID than it does with like a flu, let's say. Right. No, I totally hear what you're saying, but I'm saying that the people who are overly worried or anxious about stuff like that are generally overly worried and anxious. I don't think that's true, though, because the people that my friends that are like that aren't usually overly worried and anxious. Right. But they're overly worried and anxious about something. Do you think they're really worried about their family? I would assume so. I don't. I, would well, ass- I don't think you know. You know what I mean? I, like, I don't necessarily know. But right. I mean, being my age, I, I'm 20, 21, actually. Uh-huh. Uh, most I was going to say in the early 20s. Most people don't seem to be as concerned with their own personal health as with others. I know my con- my concern and Lily's concern, more Lily's concern with going to the Dominican Republic was if something happened to you guys more than me and her. Right, but Lily is concerned about this virus in an irrational way in general. What do you mean? I don't think she's being irrational about it. No, her feelings about it. So whenever she comes in contact with somebody who all of a sudden she has in her mind, might be positive or might not, she goes through an overextended period of worry. You know, she did it already, and the worry is just like spinning in her head. It just keeps going and going. What do you mean by overextended period? What do you consider over-worrying? I, I like sitting and ruminating about what you've done and the possibility that you might be positive. Well, that, well that's or... different. I'm talking about, I understand that, but if you're concerned about somebody's health, that's different than overly worrying. She's worried about herself feeling bad if something happened to you, which is different than I am genuinely concerned about this affecting you. Yeah, but, but I, mean, I think, different. but there's some anxiety related to it that doesn't have that much to do with me because I'm not worried about it. You know, and when I say I'm not worried about it, I'll take the precautions that I take, you know, but I, I'm I'm not thinking that I will never come in contact so, with so COVID. So are you telling people not to worry about COVID? No, I'm just saying that they should have like a, a rational fear or worry about it. You know, what, what like you any contagious t- disease. Like so so they if if they're worried about it, then they should wear a mask and try the best they they can to social distance. You know, but that's the best you got. You know, so overly worrying about something that you don't have that much control over, you know, I guess you could decide to never go out again or, you know, but, but overly worrying about it doesn't really help your state of health or being. Yeah, I mean, worrying more does affect your state of health, but don't you think people should have a concern to stop the spread? You're saying that because everybody else is not, doesn't seem to be too concerned, then, oh, I don't have to be too concerned either. No, I don't, I don't think that's true at all. There are some people that have no levels of concern, and I think that they have different kinds of issues where they don't want to be told what to do or they don't believe something or whatever it is, and there are other people who have over levels of concern. You know, I find that the people who are worrying about money, whether they truly have a money-related situation or not, are people that generally will worry about money. You know, That's and true. other people who, you know, should be worried about money, maybe they did lose it, and some of them aren't, you know, and that's just not where their struggles are or where they, 
you know, have a hard time. Does that make sense? Like, it just, it gets heightened. It does get heightened, but I right. feel like it sounds like you're just telling people to disregard it. I don't, I don't think you disregard it. I think, I think it's an opportunity to really, like, know yourself and what's going on in your mind. But some people don't have the luxury to do that. I think we all have the luxury to know our mind. I mean, we do have all the luxury to know our mind. Totally. We just but... have to learn to do it. We're so used to continuing to think the way we've always thought. You know, that we don't actually stop for a minute and say, okay, that, that's not necessarily a rational thought. You know, I am walking out here and I'm going to do this thing. And the extra added worry, you know, is not helpful in this situation. The added worry is not helpful. But if you're concerned about money, if money's tight, you're going to be concerned about money. You, can't, you not, might not be overly worried about things you can't control, but you're going to be concerned about, oh, money is tight. How can I get some money Especially, I mean, there was a long time in between the stimulus checks in this country. Right. No, I totally hear what you're saying. And there are some people who have that concern, absolutely. But there are some people who don't worry about it. They pivoted and tried something different. And there are some people who do. Yeah, I think just saying, oh, I don't have money. I agree with what you're saying, that if you overly worry about it. Like, if you say, oh, I don't have money, so, oh, fuck, I have no money, it's not going to do anything. Just if you add on and you play like yourself as the victim and you keep worrying about that yes that should happen worry about that but worry about it by doing something don't stay on the worry I think that's what you're trying to say. I, I think that you can't actually do anything from a state of worry because usually what ends up happening is that your mind spins and ruminates and then you can't get creatively thinking. So it can happen if you can change the worry into something else okay and it's a conscious thing so maybe you know like assertiveness or you know determination or whatever it is like it would have to be another feeling that you have to cultivate in order to create whatever result you want to create like just the possibility that you will be able to make money think about it like like i trust my ability to make money somehow okay you know i i agree with that i'm just saying that like people if they are worried, they should notice the worry, I think. And they should notice their feelings. And it's, it's not okay to just disregard that. And like, But I think that once you notice it, then you can work on what you can do to change that feeling. And how to further go, because then you have more thinking back. So. Right, right. So you have to change your thoughts in order to create a different outcome. Mm -hmm. Because if your thought is... I have no money, we're not going to be okay, and that is the overriding thought that's going to continue, then it will be very, very hard to cultivate a feeling that will create action that will have results. Because usually the action will be either an inaction where you won't do anything because you're so overwhelmed, you know, or kind of freaked out and anxious, mm -hmm. right? So, yeah. So, so I, agree, I, I agree with what you're saying, mostly. but I'm not saying it's easy or mm -hmm. i'm not saying it's it's not easily accessible unless you actually believe that that's a possibility mm -hmm. and it's, ha it's hard for people because people aren't taught to change to change actually that's that's what i think free no, thinking they're, they're free not taught thinking to is not manage your own mind they're free, taught to try to control other people's minds free thinking is not really taught and i mean people try more to limit free thinking than worrying about their own free thinking what do you mean by that exactly? People try to limit other people's freedoms, including freedom of their mind, right. more than hiding their own freedoms. Right. That's and true. part of their own freedoms is freedom of the mind. Right. And I think it's difficult for people, and I appreciate the difficulty that it is for people, you know? It's a hard time. I think that, but I think that if you worry about your parents 
getting sick particularly because this is worse yeah the worry is going to persist but you're not going to and and it's good to get rid of that but you're not going to do as much like to expose yourself right is what i think the case is what the case is but i think that my parents feel it's more important to see some people than it is to completely not see people so they're willing to put themselves at risk and they're old and they've got health issues i agree with you and there's nothing you can control about that so that's why personally i think it's more okay to see them at that point now if there's other people who did let's say your parents had a different concern they weren't concerned about they were concerned more about their own health right and they wanted to stay in then i think it would be a lot worse if we saw them right i agree with you and that was totally driven by them oh yeah i think that it's i think yeah right and that's okay you know Mm -hmm. and if if they did end up contracting corona i would feel really bad but i don't think that they would have regretted seeing us i mean you know we we saw them almost every week for all the pandemic didn't we for a while we did we also can't be certain that we would be the ones that gave it to them because of their lifestyle that they're choosing right now they go to play poker at pubs like every week twice a week i know and some of those people don't have masks on and they're not social distancing at those tables they weren't at all so they also go to costco like two or three times a week (laughs) so if that's the case so lily was concerned about going to the dominican republic but we ended up going right so we should talk happier, more about our trip to the problem. <laughs> well, no, this is an interesting conversation because I think people are, you know, talking about this all the time and trying That's to figure true. out what to do. I mean, I think that you have to be concerned about what the outcome is going to be, but then you see what's in your control and what's out of your control. Because if you, I, I think what you're trying to say, and if people worry too much about what's out of their control and they'll never be able to focus... Right. And they'll never be able to do good because if you spend your time work worrying about that, then it doesn't make a difference. It doesn't make a difference if you spend your time worrying about that or not. Right. The Jets There's won no reason today. to fight with reality or even the past. The Jets won today. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even need to fight with reality. Reality doesn't exist right now. Right. <laughs> okay? The Jets won a fucking game. Thank God. They're one in thirteen. They're one in thirteen. They're one in thirteen. You see, Ugh. I come back from the Dominican Republic. I'm not worrying about sports. The Jets win. It's perfect. <laughs> Jets wins the game. It was a close game too. It was a close game. They probably shouldn't have won. It's probably worse for them in the future. If you wanted to draft Trevor Lawrence, he's a quarterback guy. Don't know how people how much people watching this, uh-huh. this right. is interested in football. But one I thing think I, I'm interested in football. Yeah, Lily isn't. Lily's not. That's true. There's lots of people. I mean, people. It's your podcast, though. It's my podcast. I don't care. You can talk about football if you want. I don't care about talking about football. (laughs) I want to talk about uh, disconnecting. Oh. From electronics, not with each other. Oh, okay. That's what I was going to talk about. That's what I was going to talk about. Not from you guys. I was going to talk about our vacation. And the thing about our vacation is you think about COVID, everybody's locked up. What is everybody doing? Majority of people are playing video games, at least, and watching Netflix. Now, it's not a comparison. You don't want to. It doesn't matter what you do. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying a lot of people spend a lot of time on screens. Right. And that's okay if that's what you choose you want to do. But this week, we couldn't. We physically couldn't. And that's why there were no episodes. Right. <laughs> and there We are, had no Wi-Fi. There are no pictures that I took. Right. I have literally, I made an Instagram post today where all I did was post the three books that I read. Uh-huh. You want to tell them about the books? And talk a little about the books. We both read one of the books. Uh-huh. Are you, you're still in the middle of the book. No, I finished. Normal you finished people. normal people. I did. Okay, so 
If anybody knows, I'm started watching the show. I'm one of the weird people that we read the book before watching the show, normal people. Uh-huh. I think a lot of people read the book. A lot of people must have read the book for it to be made into a show. That's probably true. <laughs> yeah. So that's right. definitely the case. Right. But now once the show came out, I'm one of the weird people because I wasn't planning to watch the show. It's not a genre that I typically, you know, it's a... That I watch it's shows about. It's an intimacy about. thing. It's not even the intimacy thing. It's a thing. sex it's just thing? A, it's not the sex thing. It's just the type of show it is. What, what type of show is it's it? It's a slow-moving love story drama thingy. A disconnected coming-of-age. It's a coming-of-age love story that's slow-moving. Right. Like a BBC love story. It's in Ireland. Yeah. Not that that makes a difference. No, no, but that's part of the BBC. Yeah, it's part yeah. of the That's true. Right, that is, right, that right, is right. true. It's not a show I would be looking at the shows and be like... That's the one I want to watch. <laughs> so. Right. Yeah. But I read mm-hmm. the book. Right. I thought the book was good. What'd you like about the book? I liked it. It's written very interestingly. Mm. So the show is, from my understanding, entirely chronological. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's very linear. Very linear. Whereas uh-huh. the book is not very linear. Mm. The book events happen and you're like, oh shit, that happened. And then there's a flashback explaining how that happened. Right, after another scene. Exactly. After the scene finishes, you don't understand what happened. I'm not going to say anything about the book or the show in case you want to watch it. But I could write a review. Screw that. What do you mean, screw that? (laughs) I mean, say, give your opinion. Read the damn book. I would give my opinion. (laughs) It was a good book. There's lots of dialogue between the characters. It's all dialogue, pretty much. Right, it's all dialogue and thought. There wasn't, it didn't even feel like there was too much thought. Uh-huh. It felt like it was mostly dialogue between the main characters. They weren't like thought bubbles because they were pretty kind shy of, Kind of well. thought bubbles, but right. mm. kind of thought bubbles a little bit, mm-hmm. but more just interactions mm. and more just dialogue. Or lack going of on. dialogue. They totally are not communicating. It felt like there was more, di- I think that was more in the show. It felt like there was a lot of dialogue in the book. It felt like each little chapter was just like a scene where they talked. Right, but they misunderstood each other. They did. They did. Uh-huh. But it felt like each scene was just them talking. Mm. Or the times they talked. Right. It was slow in that way. Yeah. There, were, there weren't a lot of other people around. Not at all. Yeah, and they like were nurturing their relationship in a bubble. Mm-hmm. That's what I thought. Yeah. No, I, thought I, totally there was, that. I thought it was primarily dialogue, whereas uh-huh. other books do a lot more scene setting. No, you, you wouldn't have read it because it's not your genre, but you were desperate because well, we didn't I read have enough books. Three books. Right. So I mean, Adam when you're has not been reading since he's like two. When you're not on your phone all day, you actually read. Yeah, but it's crazy. you love to read. They I love mean, to read. Oh well, that's because we didn't have any electronics until I was like twelve. Yeah, I didn't let them watch anything. I was one of those yeah. moms. Imagine being a kid <laughs> and not watching anything until you're twelve. Insane. <laughs> and you know it's crazy because I was born only 20 years ago think about even further when my mom was growing well you watched a lot of oh my god the tv in my house was on 24 7 it was was your parents though the constant company that's definitely your parents yeah it was it was my parents but it was still on i guess it depends on the house you're raised in but now it feels like every 12 year old has an iphone that's true yeah you guys had a i thought we, we had a flip phone or we had a we must have had a flip phone when i was 12 because i remember traveling when we were homeschooled with a flip phone I definitely did not let you travel alone unless you had a phone. Yeah, so we had a flip phone. It was like, 
And you were happy with it's that like, flip well, phone. Yeah, I thought it was cool. You know, the coolest things we thought were the touchscreen ones that like slide up into the full yes. keyboard. Uh-huh. Those we thought were the coolest thing right, ever. Right, right, I think right. cooler than iPhones, honestly. Yeah. Like, I think they're pretty smart. There's something satisfying about them. Right, about pushing up that thing and yeah. having a, if you had a full keyboard. If you had a really high-tech one, maybe that would do well today. Yeah, that's a possibility. No. Mm-hmm. Shark Tank idea. Woo. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, three books. And you read two? Or one? I read one book. Yeah, I, I just read Normal book. People. I stole her book. So I read first the Willie Mays book. I love sports. Willie Mays is an icon in mm-hmm. baseball. He's mm-hmm. amazing. Daddy didn't like that book, though. He didn't like it? No, he thought it was a little, like, Simple. non. Yeah. I thought it was cool. It had a lot of stories. Adam has a good friend that was actually mentioned in the book. Yeah, and one of my coaches. And, and I thought it was good. Did he, he said he didn't like it? He said he didn't like it. He, hmm. said, he thought it was too simplistic. He wanted more information about Willie Mays' family. It was very simplistic, but it was told, I think, primarily through stories. Mm. With, It was only told really through stories. But not about stories about upbringing. Not stories about upbringing. Not mm. stories really about... It was just stories from people who knew him. Mm. And everybody had a story. I thought it was cool in that perspective because you can find a... I feel like you can find a dozen biographies that just... Tell, talk about his upbringing. Mm, that's true. Or there's articles and stuff all about that. Whereas to hear stories firsthand from people is pretty cool. Yeah, that's awesome. So I read that. I also read Normal People, mm-hmm. which I thought that was very good. I want to read her other book. I wonder if it's similar. Mm. Conversation between friends. Maybe. Well, it sounds like it would be. Huh? It, exactly, right? <laughs> exactly. Except maybe they'll understand each other a little better. Uh, they'll converse better. <laughs> There'll be a real conversation. Yeah, there'll be conversation. Right. Not just people skirting around each other. Misunderstandings, exactly. Oh my yeah. God, that's so funny. You know what you can blame for the entire story, though? Tell me. Gareth. Gareth for the entire story. Really? Mm-hmm. In college? Why? What if they never saw each other again? Oh. She never returned his calls. Ah. Oh. Story over. Yeah, but, you know, they, they went to Trinity College. You knew that they were going to not be story over. I, I mean, mean, she talked him into yeah, going to the same college There's two hundred. There's 100 pages left in the book. The story's not going to be over. <laughs> How to tell the story's over. The final page. You're, right, the, you're, you're at the end of the book. Oh, my God, that's so funny. If something's going to keep the story going. Like It's like, is the main character going to die in the show? Yeah, no, because there are five more episodes. Exactly. Was Voldemort <laughs> going to kill Harry Potter in the first one? No. How the fuck is he supposed to win? No. <laughs> like, what, imagine Sor- Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone. Coral killed... Well, if you haven't read Harry Potter, you're watching the movie at this point. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Adam read them, like, 20 times. Exactly. If Quirrell, Professor Coral killed Harry... Uh-huh. What the fuck would happen with the other six books? Yeah, what would happen? Ron would be the one to kill him? He could not die. Yeah. Yeah. He could not die. Right. He also literally couldn't die. Yeah. He couldn't. It's part of the story. Yeah, it's that's true. Books. That's true. Anyways, I also read this book, Utopia Avenue. Mm. Which, which was, was a recommendation from my coffee mom's friends. Mm-hmm. Which was interesting. Maybe I was talking about starting a book club with my uh, friends, and we'll, you know, we'll try to get everybody on with... I think the next book we're reading is The Fire Next Time. I might have mentioned it before by James Baldwin. Right. But. Well, the first one was Tennessee Coats, but you didn't record it. We didn't record the session, which sucked. Mm. But, no, the session was great, which sucks for you guys, I guess. (laughs) Because you want to hear that conversation. They mentioned The Fire Next Time in uh, Normal People. Ah. It was the book that he was picking out. Right, 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 right. I mean, they were both progressive. They were very progressive. Yeah. Uh, Radical. Utopia Avenue, also another progressive thing. It's talking about a rock band coming up in the age of psychedelia in 66 and 67. Uh-huh. 
That, but, see, I, I should have been like a rock and roll star then. I was only three. You were but, three. Right. You could have. Just but. like jam out. Be like, wah, 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 wah. You could be like your own wah, wah pedal. I do like my wah, wah pedal. No, as a I would have my old. own wah, wah pedal. Exactly. Wah, wah, playing guitar while doing it. Adam plays so much guitar on this vacation. I played a ton of guitar. It's amazing when you don't go on electronics what it'll do for you. It's great. Yeah. This is what people must have felt like back in, you know. Back in the day. day, which probably was as recent as like 2000. Yeah. I mean, the advent of technology really ramped up, or personal technology. Right, right. Really right, right. ramped up recently, yeah. and people, or at least I don't realize. I always like feel like everybody's had that. Mm, like, the sense right, of new. time's a weird uh-huh. one. Yeah, I mean, my roommate in college, so when did I go to college? It was, you know, 80... 82, 82 to 86. Yeah. yeah, so 82 to 86. My roommate was actually a computer science major, and I was like, wow, that's so, like, smart and different. You know, and she would go to those big computers and, you know, do wacky things that I didn't understand. And it was like a bit of a shrine. Like, you know, it's not like you you could go to the computer room. You couldn't. It mm-hmm. wasn't, you couldn't use them. Yeah, and everybody having, like, a, schools give out iPads now and stuff. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Fancy schools. Yeah. Not my school. No. I went to public school. Mm. Public school wasn't giving out iPads. You're talking about public high school. Yeah. Do, Do you I think, think they, they would give out iPads now that most of the learning's online? I would hope so. Or or computers or something. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I would definitely hope so. Yeah. yeah. So... Yeah, that was our vacation. We'll probably talk more about that at some point. Yeah, definitely. I mean, you know, we were also vegan, and, you know, we we thought we were the only vegans there. We were not. We were not. There was another vegan couple from Colorado. I'm not as mad at that one. (laughs) (laughs) But, yeah, uh, we were not the only vegan family. I mean, we're at 40 minutes. We could put out another one in a couple of days and talk more about the trip and what we ate. That was one kind of went off the rails and make it up. So look forward to that. More special episodes coming out. Yeah, no, how to be on vegan on a resort that is not catering to vegans. It is not catering resort. to vegans. Actually, you know, it turned out pretty well. Yeah, we because we were so, so creative. Yeah. And we're, we're flexible. Mm-hmm. So, so if you could be creative and flexible, you could be okay anywhere. Exactly. So mm-hmm. if we manage to talk about anything that we plan to talk about next time, you'll hear that. <laughs> if like this time, you don't get to hear about anything we plan to talk about, that's okay. Welcome to our episode. Welcome. <laughs> Lots of tangents. And I thought this was fun. So yeah. I had a lot of fun talking. I missed this. Because totally. we didn't get to do this the last couple of weeks. Yeah. And... Yeah, thank you for listening, everybody. Please like and subscribe and review the podcast, uh, whatever you're listening on, if it's possible. Uh, follow me on Instagram, at ReluctantVeganSun. I'll, I'll maybe have book reviews up shortly, probably. Fuck it, I'm going to do everything anyways. I can do anything. Do it. So it doesn't matter. All do the, it. The only thing that's me is myself. And we should have lots of food coming up on the page. Now that I'm back home, I have a full pantry. Uh-huh. The, our full pantry. Their full pantry. Right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. My parents keep a nice pantry, whereas at school, I buy five things a week. Right, which is so, pretty good. I mean, you exactly. cook more than most people. I cook a lot, sure. no, but yeah. I, buy, I buy like certain things and I try to use them together so I have more options here to cook different things. And so true. We're quarantining for about probably a week. Yeah. For yeah. sure. Yeah. So thanks for listening, everybody. Bye. All right, we love you. Bye. Bye. Yeah, we love you guys.